Uh, yeah, I'll have a large extra butter popcorn and she'll have snow caps? Really? Snow caps? They taste like cardboard. Okay. This show was was something, uh huh, to say the least. Um, That's an understatement. Well, <laughs> so funny enough, I started watching it, and ten minutes in, and I I tweeted or I put in the group chat for um for my network that oh I. I can see why this movie was unreleased. Like, it's just, just 10 minutes in, and I'm like, this movie's bad. Yeah. And that movie we're talking about here on Rundown Reviews is The Fantastic Four from 1994. This was unreleased. Um, but there are copies out there if you want to go search for them. No, I'm, I'm not. I'm good. Um, maybe. We'll see. But, um, like, oh my god, like, this is, this is, like, it took me, like, the movie's an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, and I stopped a couple times for like, cause I was honestly, I was bored. Oh, I just um, play on my phone while I... I did that a lot. And then I, uh, also stopped with like a half hour left cause I had to go make food and I'm like, I really don't have to go back to this anytime soon. Um, but I did, I finished it. There were, there were two good things about this movie. Okay. I love Doom's costume. Okay. And I uh, loved how they made the uh, thing look. But other yeah. than that, I also kind of will... looked like a Ninja Turtle. Um, See, I, so I thought the same thing. Um, the way his mouth was moving and the way they made him articulate it reminded me of the of the turtles from the, the movies. Yeah. Like, they did a really good job on that. They made him look really good. I mean, like, the picture in the background here, it... Is not doing him any justice. No, but um, like on now, at the same time, the version we watched was on YouTube. The version we watched was crap. True, like, specifically crap. So it did make it maybe because of that it made his his look, look better. Better, but um, man, yeah, there's so many problems with the movie. Oh God. You mean like Reed being a quasi-pedophile? Yes. Uh, and that is a thing that I had written down. Um, because I was trying to do some math there. Reed, in this version, is a college student, right? Mm-hmm. So he's he's like a kiss-ass to the professor. I, I think I wrote down the kiss-ass, but he's just, he's smart. Okay, yeah. I get it. Um, but he's probably like third maybe fourth year college oh absolutely you, you think he's so that, he's in his early 20s at least yeah that puts him in his like 22 23 range yeah give or give or take also did you notice that his uh, professor was also commandant lassard from police academy so i i i think i i knew that because of you know looking into everything but like again i just knew it from his voice oh fair that's fair <laughs> i would i didn't watch police academy probably as much as you I've maybe seen them all once, maybe. 
maybe. Yeah, my dad's Giant, on Police Academy, so like yeah, I watched so, it a yeah, lot. Exactly. That so he is early twenties. Twenty two, twenty three. And I didn't understand him going to the Storm's residence. Like why did why did he go there? Did, oh, because he, he was an orphan. That? Oh, that was an orphan house? Uh, it said um Mr. and Mrs. Storm's like house for orphan children or some shit like that. I missed that. Okay. So I'm assuming he grew up there. That makes a little more sense now because he comes in, he sees Johnny and Sue, who are children. At best. 12 and 12, 10, maybe. Yeah. At best. Because I think even like, in my head, like even if they were to go into the future, and because it jumps 10 years in the future, and say Johnny was 8 when he was younger and Sue was 10, like that put her at 20 and him at 18 so that it was legally precedent that they could go on the space mission with them. Yeah. Weird, again, at that. But yeah, like... Well, even even when they're talking about the mission and Ben brings up, reads like, they, uh, they have no, like reason to be there they don't have the information they're not the like they don't have any kind of uh certification or understanding or anything why why are they coming with us and then sue walks down the stairs and she's you know pretty attractive and he's like oh oh yeah they can come with us yeah that's why (laughs) it's like okay okay i mean yeah she's definitely attractive attractive female um attractive female attractive woman um who was the actress for that one that would be uh, Rebecca Stab. Stab. Yeah. Rebecca Stab. S T A A B. So stab. It's um, a long stab. Oh, but dude. Um. So uh, Johnny was Chip from uh, Not Quite Human. Uh, he was also in. He was the older brother in Uncle Buck. Oh yeah. So. Yeah, like mm, not the older brother. He was the boyfriend of the older sister. Oh, was the boyfriend? Okay. I just knew he was an Uncle Buck. I, it's been forever since, that, since I've seen Uncle Buck as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like, like these are these actors. They're him. They're and Combinant Lestard were the only two uh, you recognized. I recognized. Okay. Uh, the Michael Bailey Smith who played Ben. Um, I now mind you, this is. 92-93 when this was filmed. This came uh-huh. out in 94. Um, he was... Did you ever watch Charmed? Uh, a little bit, yeah. Okay. Mostly so, because I was in love with Alyssa Milano. But. Same. Um, so then you know that her character, her boy, the boyfriend, uh, Julian Mc, McMahon or whatever, um, who was Balthazar uh-huh. when he was a demon, um... This actor was Balthazar. He was that, that was uh, him in the makeup. Holy that, shit! Yeah, so that that was cool. Um, this which I did not know. There was a fun fun little trivia on that. Like he's in this Fantastic Four movie, and then Julian McMahon or however you say his last name is Doctor Doom in the two thousand five <laughs> uh, Fantastic Four. So that's that's fun. Um, yeah. So, I also want to yell at Mrs. Smith. Oh, before we get there, I guarantee Ben was banging Mrs. Smith. Because when he knocks on the door, he's like... Storm? Sorry, yes, Storm. Um, 
He's like, when he knocks on the door, he's like, Mrs. Storm, can Johnny and Sue come out to play? And it's just like, dude, just the fuck? Huh? Uh-huh. So I guarantee, guarantee he was he was banging Mrs. Storm. Um, I mean, hey, you know. Oh, but so so we missed the important part. Um, Victor and Reed are their classmates, their partners. This whole the thing with the professor, he's talking about this event that's going to happen. Um, that's going to give Colossus energy or something. I, well, I it's the Colossus um, meteorite or something like that. Something, but basically, but, but it didn't look anything like Colossus, so I was really disappointed. Yeah, he, he was not this big metal man. Um, but it's and it wasn't to, even Russian, so. <laughs> they are, they're trying to collect this energy because apparently it's going to be, like, something important is going to be with it. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's supposed to be, like, something where they can just, like, have ridiculous amounts of energy, like, infinitely or something. So, like, my other problem with this is the um, audio was really bad. Yes. Um, and this is, this is all before masks go on okay um uh, huh. i could barely hear what was making out like I, going out i had well i'm pretty on sure for a minute and those weren't even helping so i'm pretty sure that off. when um victor turns into doom he is actually a power ranger Where because every time he says something he moves his hands okay so i told you this off mic um we're gonna talk about the movie uh-huh we're going to give our score, and then I, after watching the movie, ended up watching the documentary based on the movie, Doomed. The I almost watched of, that right afterwards, too. Um, I will tell you this. Watch it. It actually is really good. It, it has a lot of good information. Um, but we will... I, I, we'll get into that, and we talk about... He, it gets talked about why he is as eccentric as he is. Um, but again, I'm not, I don't want to ruin your... Because... How we do this stuff, we watch the movie. We base our scores on this movie. I have my score already written down because had I watched that that documentary and then watched the movie, um, it may have changed. It like it may have been some sympathy stuff. <laughs> so, that bad, huh? We'll 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 get there. Let yeah, say so let's just let's just get to that we'll, point. We'll though. get to that point. So he there's the. Reed and Victor are, are working on this thing to draw the energy out. Reed asks Victor before this happens, like, can you run some tests? Like, I, I want this to succeed. And Victor's like, yeah, so do I. We Whatever. don't have time we'll for the test. We just got to do it. Correct. We, we, we just have to do it now. Um, and so he does. And apparently this this energy is coming down into this trap that they had set up, this, this device. Um, obviously, like, normal things go wrong and, and it was too strong and it ended up melting like the device and all the energy went chaotic everywhere it, it, it basically i have written down that victor was the conduit because the yeah. energy is like running into him well across the way ben sees this knows that reed is doing something stupid comes rushing in and he sees victor being sh like Shocked by all this electricity, yeah. yeah, all this lightning, goes and tackles him to try and save him. And as soon as the connection is broken, all the energy dissipates, which is fine and normal. 
But like, I, I don't know. It was, it was a little weird on my. Yeah. I thought. Well, especially since Ben gets electrocuted too. But not as badly. True. Apparently, but like he just gets like after he gets electrocuted and he gets it bandaged up. Yeah. It burns through his bandage and alert the <laughs> like. If you look at the bandage on his arm after he's at the hospital, it has a burn mark. I through the bandage. See that. Okay, that's. A, I, was I mean, look, that's, crack it up. That's a good detail. I'll give him that. <laughs> no, no, no. As in, the bandage was burnt. Yeah. Over top of his burn. Yeah, that's a good detail. Because no, it, not... it burnt through. He was. He still had. After he, still, he got burnt. <laughs> no, he still had electricity on him. It burned his. Uh, burned his bandage. Anyway. Um, so. Did you also notice that Ben and Reed kind of had a little bromance thing going on there for, like... Yeah, it makes sense. Some heavy eye contact, a little bit of petting. Um, The actor doing doing Ben... uh, I'm not going to say he seems, like, a little much at times, but he definitely... the Well, I mean, the whole scene with him trying to fuck Mrs. Storm definitely seems a little much. But, um... What about when he ran into the blind chick, broke her uh, statue, and fell in love? Well, yeah, he definitely, yes, he fell in love immediately, which, I mean, love at first sight is a thing. She's uh, pretty hot. Just, well, except, wait, how'd that, that work for her, then? hey yeah, exactly. Love at first touch. Um, yeah, that was that was one of the things that I had questions about. Uh, we'll get there. So, um, we'll jump to the future, like I said. Oh, also, real quick pause. Did you notice that the music for this had a very Jurassic Park sound yes. to it? Yes. Okay, thank God. I am so yeah, glad that I wasn't the only one because I'm like, did does Jurassic Park know that they stole this music or? So, uh, I have a theory about why, and when we get into the documentary part, um, we'll discuss maybe I'll that explain more. It a little more. Gotcha. All right, so let's continue on here, and I, and I guarantee we're we're gonna talk about not scene for scene, but I guarantee there's a lot of people who haven't watched this. It is available. It is on YouTube. Um, I would Which, say watch it just to have the experience. Like, there are some things that were actually really cool about I it. Like, is it Doctor Doom's costume? Well, okay, so that that was cool. The thing's costume was cool. They actually gave an explanation of their powers, which yeah. I liked. I actually liked that because, you know, we've read the first issue, the 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 first issue of Fantastic Four, where they come out. There was no explanation of their powers. Well, they're each an element. I mean, okay. Sure. Earth, fire, yes, yes. Wind, wind, and water. Yes. Where's water? Um, Reed. His form is liquid, basically. <clears throat> oh, well. Okay, fair. Oh, and you also have metal, because you got Doctor Doom. <laughs> now all you need is wood. But I'm pretty sure that's what uh, Reed was trying to give Sue throughout this whole thing, so. Ugh. <laughs> um, Dirty pivots. I I yelled at the mom when they called, when she called them the Fantastic Four. I'm like, I was about ready to turn the uh, the thing off right there and just kind of wing it the rest of the, the movie. <laughs> um, Before you even got to see them use their amazing powers? Yep. Got like that part was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that's so goddamn stupid. Uh, but yeah, so they get these 
jank ass spacesuits, which, whatever, um, and then fly out of New York because that's apparently where there's a space station for them mm. to go into well, space. When you read Richards, you can fly anywhere you want to. Oh, you know where I forget? Yes, but you know what I forgot to mention uh, the important, the more most important thing is they get this diamond on loan from well, I don't know. Um, this is where Ben bumps into Alicia. That's right, and they also and, have the sewer goblin. Well, hold up, we'll get there. Um, the jeweler is his name. Look, I wasn't sure what the hell he was at first. I thought he was I wrote part down, of. I, I wrote down who the fuck is the sewer rat. So I, I well, get so you. at first I thought maybe it was like going to be like a mole man thing. And then I was like, oh, no. I was like, it, it reminded me more of, um, um, I can't think what the hell they're called, from the X-Men, the ones that live in the sewers. Morlocks. It's all... Morlocks, thank yeah. you. Which, I think there's a scene where it's very Morlock-esque. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, you're right. Like, that happens. This this guy, this he's called the jeweler, apparently likes shiny jewels. I don't know. Um, and they get this giant jewel that they need for their experiments to, to siphon the energy off. Um, because it's the only thing that can hold in the heat uh, or the energy without messing up and melting or breaking or and killing them. Yeah. Oh yeah. We forgot to mention that um, Victor isn't dead. He actually got kidnapped by these two guys. I don't think he actually got kidnapped. I think that they were his lackeys before this. That makes more sense because they were watching him this entire time. Uh huh. But I say kidnapped because they told as a doctor and a nurse told Reed, oh yeah, his burns killed him and we there was nothing we could do. So, to Reed and to Ben, Victor's dead. Yeah. Um, so they are watching on, they're watching Reed get this, the jewel, the jeweler is watching them get the jewel. Uh, ben bumps into Alicia, who is not watching them get the jewel, because she can't see. Ayo. She's pretty and hot, though. She is very hot. Cat um, Green, I believe her name was, or is, because, you know, still alive. Um, and they, Ben falls in love with her automatically. Um, she is upset about losing her statues, and then kind of also sort of falls in love with Ben by touching his face and feeling him out. That's not what she was touching. <laughs> um... And so, yeah, so then we get them going to space. Uh, we get... Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. sorry. We forget. Oh. We, for, we forget. I forgot. Uh, the jeweler is is following Alicia to see where she goes because apparently he's in love with her yeah. as well. Um, he sends one of his lackeys to go see where the uh, where Reed puts the diamond, whatever, jewel. Uh, and then it was a good diamond. It, well, because it was like... Diamond, multifaceted yeah, diamond. That, with that, that's what it was. Um, goes to see where he puts it because he's gonna go steal it, and he does. Even though there was this whole laser grid system in place. And if you watched, he tripped those lasers like four different times while he was jumping around through them and stuff. I would say I'm shocked, but I'm not. Oh, that's because none of them have electrical powers. There's that too. Also, uh, I guess the. Victor's lackeys have a camera in uh, Reed's house. In, in that the makes building. sense. Although, well, no, what makes sense is them just being able to tap into the cameras that are already there. Yeah. That makes more sense. But, yeah, because they are Doom, 
like we don't see his face yet. We don't see him, but we see his eyes. Um, he is watching on, and because he's gonna steal it, he was gonna steal the uh, the diamond because he wanted to make his own experiment so that he could do what Reed was getting ready to do because that was their whole plan in the first place. Exactly, and he um, never gave up on it. And well, neither did Reed. And Reed never gave up on it because he needed to do it for Victor. Yep, and Victor needed to do it for himself. Um, yeah, to prove Reed's wrong. So he watches on and he lets the the jeweler steal the jewel. Uh, and he's like, all right, cool. This is making my job easier. So just keep track of that guy now. Day comes. Accident happens. They The ship blows up. They come crashing back down to Earth. And they are unscathed. Yeah, they're all fine. I thought was cool. Interesting. Um, they... They find out they all have powers at this well, moment. Johnny finds out first. And then yeah. they find out that Sue is invisible. I like his his looking at the bush and burning the bush. It's just like, oh my god. Like, he has a fire sneeze. Um, Sue's invisibility. I really actually, they, they did a really good job with that. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It was the only power that they did a good job on. I'll say, I don't know if you know this, but when um, like she was half invisible, like waist up, her, you actually saw half a shadow on the ground. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. I, I really I thought they did a good job with that. Um, and then, of course, we get Reed's stretching arm. <laughs> Dude, okay, Dude, except that, for one shot in that entire movie. The end? Yeah. Everything you see is him going like this, and then it just showing like... Wait. This part of his arm, like, reach out and like... Pop. There we go, yep. <laughs> we almost had it perfect <laughs> but it was just so bad and i'm just like man that is some high tech you know what really got me and they explain it better in like the 2005 one and honestly even in the 2012 one um i think it was 2012 the yeah. fan four stick we'll watch it eventually um yeah i'm not looking actually maybe it was that. 2015 that was 2015 is what it was you ever Regardless. wonder why the uh, human torches are always going into different Marvel? Uh... <laughs> this guy hasn't been to another Marvel movie yet. Actually, none of these have been anything any, any other Marvel. Well, thing. this was also never released, so exactly. Um, it's not canon. None of it's canon. <laughs> <laughs> what What really? I'm not even gonna say upset me. What really confused me was whenever Reed stretched, whatever he was wearing stretched as well. Uh, like I could. I could see the spacesuit, the Jake spacesuit, because it, he was wearing it when he got the powers. But later on, when he's just in like a t-shirt or not a t-shirt, a uh, like a long sleeve shirt, that also stretched. And it's like, mm, mm. it's those microfibers, you know. Again, it makes sense for the two thousand five one. Like they made specific suits that did it. Yeah, and they actually explained something along the way. Uh, this one not so much. This one I didn't, I didn't like that. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, no, I'm sorry. I have spacesuits in quotations. Yeah. Because they were bad. And then they are, um, so Doom has got them in surveillance. Apparently he was, he's been watching them. He knew that they survived and he sends his lackeys to go pick them up before yeah they pretend to be the u.s army to pick them up for debriefing or whatever and yeah testing which um, i'm like okay that's weird and then while that's going on they're also he also sent 
um, his goons after the mole man or uh, the jeweler mm-hmm. to um, get the diamond back from him. So about that, these guys they they find their way into this sewer. They get stopped by all of the jeweler's men's the Morlocks with uh, guns. Okay, fine. They say they got a proposition for their leader. They go take him to the jeweler. And then they basically threaten the jeweler. Like, hey, our boss wants that jewel. And it's like, oh, well, that's not happening. And, like, and, then, and then they both pull out guns. Like, are you sure? Not just guns. Okay. But they pulled out the tiny little um, derringers. <laughs> like, that have, like, a, a, a max lethality of, like, 20 feet, I think, or something like that. But they were also, like... Yeah, fair. Okay. Oh, we've also forgot to say that by this point in time, he had already uh, abducted. Um... No, he was on his way to abduct. Oh, that's right. That's right. He had already. I think he had just sent out people to go abduct Alicia. Yeah. Um, but what I was getting at though is like they pull out guns, thinking, "Oh yeah, we've got the upper hand here." You fucking idiots! You got captured by these people with guns. You idiots! We've all got guns. Yeah, oh. literally. <laughs> like, oh, okay. I guess we're not gonna do. You're. These guys are stupid. They they were stupid. Now we were just testing you guys. Sorry. Uh-huh. Yeah. So they get they get booted out, um, and yeah. So we get the scene here with um, uh, the the guy, the underlings kidnapping Alicia. Uh, she finds out that Ben is dead. Um, is really sad and disappointed by it. Makes sense. Understandable. Um, I mean, he did break her statue, so she probably and, really just wanted vengeance. Well, but I mean, the statue she was making, she was already in the process of making a statue of his face. That's true. Yeah. So she could Before, smash it again. Yeah, maybe. Um, but then, you know, we get the capture. We get uh, uh, the capture of the Fantastic Four. Uh, we get this guy trying to draw blood from everybody and it not working. Like, you got you you got Johnny, who's like kind of threatens him with fire. We've got. Um, Sue turning invisible and scaring the guy and making him like stab himself. Uh, he can't obviously draw anything from from a thing because he is the thing. stone. Yeah, and then he's like standing halfway across the room from Reed's. Like you draw your own blood and kind of holds it out and Reed's like okay and he reaches across and gets yeah, that was the a, guy's that was like a good effect right there. Look, right? we have better special effects than they do. <laughs> anyway. So it it they do all this. They find out they're been in the what you call it base for some time. Uh, now they're getting like it's antsy. a couple days because Johnny's talking about getting antsy about how they have no contact with the outside world. They can't even watch TV. Yeah, and, uh, uh, and so then they they escape, um, which is the way they escape is kind of fun. Uh, they they trick a couple people to come in, or they don't trick them. They, uh, for testing, is when they do their attack plan. Um, and then, what uh, was it? The thing, Ben is there to watch them as the other three go off to try and figure out where they're at and what they're doing. They come across the computer, read, writes down a bunch of, like... Gibberish. Yeah. And then Johnny is flipping switches and is able to open up a, uh, a door, what they think is the exit. So, as they leave that area one of the guards that they didn't knock out properly sets off the alarm and um 
that's when Ben's like, oh, well, time for me to go. Smashes open the door and just leaves. Hmm. Um, with the other three, they come across the device, the, the laser beam, um, and they this is where they meet Doom for the first time. Um, they do escape. Like, after some, I think Doom does, like, some speech saying, hey, you're going to help me. Uh, if you're not going to help me, I'll kill you, whatever. Yeah. Like, typical demon, or t- typical villain monologue. Yeah. Um, and then he, he walks off, and he expects his people to capture the Fantastic, Fantastic Four. Uh, doesn't happen. They leave. They get out. Uh, and then he comes walking back in. He's like, so, guys, are you ready to... Wait a minute. Where did everybody go? And this is where I question where they were. <laughs> because they end up going back to New York to Reed's lab in a matter of, like, a day? Yeah. Overnight, um, practically? And and it showed, like, Doom's castle was, like, on this, like, pinnacle of rock in the middle of a bunch of, like... It was very Mordor-esque, you know? Yeah. Like, Definitely because, didn't look like Latveria. Well, Correct. Um, but especially <laughs> later on, we get the first appearance of the fantastic car, which I thought was kind of cool. Uh, but like they fly to back to the base in the middle of a fucking volcano. Like, I don't, like, what the hell? You, you know, I mean, you got to change up your bases every now and then. Mm. Um, but then this is where we get the explanation of the powers. Well, cause Sue is, Sue is talking to Reed. Reed is sitting there. He's, you know. Ben's mad, like the typical Ben. He can't go out in public like everybody else because, um, you know, he's the thing and everybody else looks normal, uh, which he does end up going out in public. Um, and scaring everybody. Yeah. Which I found out some fun things about that, which I'll talk about in the documentary section. Um, and so this is when uh, Sue is talking to Reed about how, you know, every time she's around him, she's very shy. And he, he kind of like looks like he's like shy, shy, uh, figures out that she turns invisible, you know, because she's, she's shy. Johnny's a hothead. So he, you know, becomes flames. I'm always stretching myself too thin so I can stretch. And then Ben has got basically the world on his shoulders and tries to carry everything. So he becomes rock, I guess. Um, like, I thought that was actually a good explanation of, of their powers for what they were trying to do. Is it the explanation of the powers in general? No. But for the movie that they were trying to portray, I thought it worked. Um, I also wrote down, I don't know why I wrote this down. Uh, oh. Now I remember why. Um... Ben is running around. He gets, he like is mad at, at Reed. He leaves. Um, and he gets captured, not captured. He gets persuaded, persuaded to join the, the not Morlocks. Um, and he does. And this is, he, he is talking to the jeweler and I, I have written down here. Is that Jason's theme? Uh, Friday the 13th, Jason. Yeah. It definitely sounded like it at some point. I think during the jeweler, and like we said, it definitely sounded like uh, Jurassic Park themes from time to time. Um, 
Um, okay, I don't know why I have this written down, but uh, I have something here. It says, uh, Sue wants to stretch Reed's pee hole, and I'm not sure why I wrote that down. Okay, that's weird. But there had to have been some reason for it. And I'm wondering if it was just a dialogue choice that she had said. But either way. It's possible. That's okay. I don't know. Um, oh, I also uh, have that uh, Doom does a lot of spirit fingers when he's talking. Yes. he's very, Like I said, he's very uh, eccentric. eccentric. And, and then there um, are times where he sounds just like Dark Helmet. <laughs> nice. Um, so yeah, but speaking of Doom, he is making a play for the jewel. He comes into the lair of the jeweler and has all of his men basically kill everybody. And then the jeweler goes and grabs Alicia, Alicia, whatever her name is, uh, and brings up Doom. And then Doom looks at her, or he he's like says, you know, one more step and I'll shoot her. And Doom looks at her and is like, okay. Yeah. Like, I have no idea who that girl is. Yeah. Uh, but then this Ben's when, like, no. Yeah, this is when Ben shows up and is like, you better not kill her. And Alicia's like, Ben, I love you, Ben. It's like, where the fuck did that come from? From deep in her loins. From deep in something. Um, and it turns so, Ben back into a regular human. Yeah, well, so that's the thing. So the jeweler lets Alicia go. Doom grabs her and holds his gun to her neck. And then, yeah, uh, Ben turns back into being Ben, um, loses his power. Because uh, love broke the hard wall around his heart. <sighs> I guess. Yeah. But then, um, you know, like 10 seconds later, he... Uh, well, yeah, he rushes out. He runs out of the sewers, uh, back onto the streets, and then has like a a moment of like, I need to be hard. I need to harden my heart again to save her, I guess. Yeah. Um, Anyways, but sure. he does, we do get the, uh, it's clobbering time from him like 45 times in this hour and a half long movie. So we get it, we get it three times. Um, the third time, apparently it was clobbering time for real. The other two didn't count. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. That makes sense. But that was at the end when they're back in Doom's base and yeah. whatever. Um, yeah. Terrible puns aside, Doom's dialogue really sucked throughout this whole. Like, uh, I mean, yeah. So let's just go ahead and finish this up real quick. So they, he takes Alicia back to his base. He threatens the Fantastic Four. They go flying off. Um, they stop him because well, obviously. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then he still gets to fire off his laser that's going to destroy New York. But luckily, Johnny outraces it. Um, which, dude... Yeah, we met... All right. This had, like, full... On, do you remember the Spider-Man game that came out for the PlayStation where you're fighting against uh, the um, Carnage symbiotes? And then, like... Vaguely. The end, the end part of it ends up being you fighting Doc Ock as a Carnage symbiote. Oh, that's cool. No, I don't remember that part. Okay. Well, there's a part in there where, like... You uh, race Johnny around um, uh, New York. New York, yeah, and you have to like uh, do it in a certain amount of time or whatever. Okay. The Johnny that they had for that game is this looked Johnny? better than the Johnny they had for this. Oh, yeah. The graphics on this scene, this is this graphic scene, and then the the final arm stretch. And oh that was God! Practical. 
Um, those both they should have just terrible. had one of the one of the waving guys out there, except <laughs> painted up like a... <laughs> painted blue and white with the, with the thing. Yeah, it it was not good. Um, it they they. I especially it. love how he chases after the laser beam to get in front of it, like we were talking about on Wonder Woman earlier, mm-hmm. and. All they would have had to have done because it was an actual laser beam would have been to just tilt it up yep. or out of the way. But, but luckily, Johnny gets in, luckily, Johnny gets in front of it and absorbs all the power of the laser beam and shuts it down. Like he absorbs all up and then flies out into space or something? Yeah. Because I just remember or... seeing him above, uh, yeah, flying back to Earth. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but while that's happening, obviously, uh, Sue is able to now make barriers with her invisible powers which good practice i guess and and ben is just bulletproof and destroying everything which is awesome yeah uh and reed uh goes he he figures out that it's victor that the doom is victor and they um he's trying to talk to him down talk him down trying to i don't know Go uh, appeal to his human side. Victor, we were friends once. Why are you doing this? Because yeah, it, I can. <laughs> exactly. it, it doesn't work. They're on the roof. Um, he knocks Doom off. Well, you got to remember, he, he stretch fights him from all the way across the... Uh, yeah, this is for Ben. This is for me. This is for my friends. This is for everybody. Again, um, look, better special effects than the whole movie. <laughs> uh, and they he is on a ledge, and he's... Reed... Reaches down, which this scene looked good with his reach. Yeah. His special effects. It's almost like they had two different companies doing it. <laughs> no. We'll get there. Um, and he has a hand. He, he's got his hand. And Doom is just like, yeah, this is why I'm better than you. I would have not hesitated. Blah, I would have just blah. killed you, you dumb son of a bitch. And look at you. You're going to save me. And I'm just going to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> and so his... his I, I'm assuming Doom like untethered his... Metal glove or something. Well, the Be- pins kept uh, the the bolts kept rivets kept popping out of it. Okay, yeah. because he falls and as he's falling, he's still laughing. So I did not count that as in our kill count because had had they made a sequel or had this movie actually been made or released, they would have. He probably came back. Oh, I'm sure. Um, yeah, uh, and then after this, we go to the wedding of Sue and Reed. Okay. I got a problem right there. So Johnny, Reed, and Ben are all in their Fantastic Four costumes. Yeah. At the wedding, while Sue is in a wedding gown. Yes. What the fuck? Wasn't that same in the comics, though, too? Mm, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that uh, Reed was in a tux. Hmm. I could be wrong. I know we never read them, so. Uh, okay, they're they're married. Yay, good for that. They go driving off in the limo, and then there is the whack the waving arm, that looks terrible. Oh, absolutely! Like they could have done just about anything for that and made it better than what it was. Yes. Like, even if they would have had, you know, like the arm come out like it did, and then just go like this, like once. And then go back down into the thing. Yeah. And instead of being like. Yeah. The, the points of articulation were terrible on this thing. Uh huh. Um, yeah. All right. So uh, go ahead and give us our bingo if we have any. 
So we had betrayal by a friend because I consider Victor Victor was Reed's a friend. friend at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, we had a villain monologue. Yep. Unexplainable science. But lots of that. Comic logic. Uh huh. And here designs costume because Sue is the one that makes their uh, Fantastic Four costumes. Yes. So we do get a bingo. Yeah. I was actually I was looking for product placement. I was looking for dead parents. Didn't I mean, technically, that. I guess Reed might have had dead parents since he grew up in an orphanage, but. Or you know. He lived in a Republican state. Oh, oh uh. anyway, called, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. Uh, kill count. I put fifteen to twenty because I definitely lost count during the the not more locks being killed off. Yeah, yeah, that um, was actually a really big like killing everybody thing right there. Literally, just everybody was being getting shot and killed. Um, but yeah, no one else really died. Like it was just that scene. Yeah. Um, but okay. Uh, so let's go ahead and do our ratings. Um, Ron, what do you give it? Okay. So because Victor and, uh, Ben, their costumes looked awesome. I gave it a 2.3. Okay. That was, that was the only real good things that I could find about the movie. <laughs> You're not. And, and wrong. I mean, the point three is for Sue's, uh, invisibility thing. Cause that actually was pretty good also. Um, but that was pretty much it. Okay. And every, like the, the plot line of the story sucked. Um, the creepy perverted, like love thing with John or with, uh, Sue and Reed was kind of creepy, especially when he kissed her as a child. Well, he kissed her on the cheek. I know. But still, but still it was not. Yeah, that was, that was bad. Um, I went ahead and gave it a 1.5. Um, there was a lot of bad here. Like, I can see a lot of potential, but not enough to warrant... Anything what was, What's the right... It, it could have been better. Yeah, it, it could have been, been a lot, lot better. of things. <laughs> yes, it could have been. Um, it just... I don't know. It was bad. So what is that, like a 1.9 total rating? 1.9 total is our rating for this movie, um, which puts it at number 43 out, out of 45. 45. Oh. Uh, below it is Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Okay, fair. And Captain America 2. Just above it is Sheena from 84 at 1.95. Um, and that was, I was actually, when I was looking at um, how I was going to rate this, I had to look at my scores for some of the other movies. And I'm like, I gave two to a lot of them. Like, I think I gave a, a Superman 4 a two. Um, I, I gave Captain America 2, I think, a two as well. No, I gave Captain America 2 like a one something. But, like, I had, like, Gen 13 at a two and Sheena at a two. I'm like... I think I definitely, I definitely watch all those before I'd watch this again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, so I'm not gonna go too much into it, but because I definitely would say people should read or go watch the the documentary. Uh, but there was a lot of information I found out about this movie. Um, watching that, apparently, this movie was never gonna be released. Like it was, it it was never supposed to be released. They were on such a quick timetable 
um, they they came to Roger Corman, um, who is this is it's his production uh, co-production him and uh, New Constantine, which became Constantine Films. Um, they were asked to make this movie quickly. That he was Roger was asked in September about making this movie uh, of nineteen ninety two. And they started the auditions for people in December of early December ninety two. They started filming December twenty eighth of nineteen ninety two. Uh, filming wrapped January of nineteen ninety three. Holy shit! They had just under twenty five days. It was under thirty days total, which isn't bad, especially for a movie in the early you know nineties. But they only had a $1 million budget. And that, you know, you're kind of limited in what you can do for that. Um, and so they had a, they were, I'm not going to try to say they cut corners, but they were looking for the best possible things they could do for not as much money as they, they can handle. Um, one of them being the special effects. They got this guy who said he had worked on special effects and I can't remember what movie he said it was for, but they're like, all right, cool. Like he made all these promises. He's got all this equipment. All right, let's give him a shot. And they would send him a proof and they'd be waiting and waiting and waiting. And finally they'd get something back and it was nothing. It was terrible. So that's why I mentioned they had two cup, two different special effects companies because then they went to this other group to try and fix some stuff and they had some better some better effects but then the money ran out for the effects so that's why they couldn't fix all of it um we talked about doom being eccentric and and being jazz handy wavy uh he was told the actor joseph culp was told that doom is pompous and has an uh, an air of arrogance about him Come at, come at the character like that. So that's what he did. I enjoyed his performance. And again, this is after watching the documentary. After watching the documentary, I felt for all these people. Like, holy shit. Like, they got fucked over royally. Um, and I would love to see, like, maybe a resurgence of this somewhere. <laughs> Not just, like, actual legit put out on DVD. Maybe with, like, the special effects fixed and, and all this. But, like, he was told that you need to be, like, arrogant. You need to be, like, a king because that's what that's what Doom is. And so, yeah, he is. He, he's got a uh, – no, I don't think he has a theater background, but he had a um, a, a background for a, a, a flair of the um, extravagant, I guess. And so, yeah, he was putting himself – he was – oh, no, that's what it was. He was told to mimic Mussolini. Uh, and Mussolini does that. So he's like, okay, yeah, I'm going to wave my hand around and just arms out and cross and all this. And, like, I thought he did a good job as Doom. Oh, and, I thought Doom was great, other than the dialogue. Like, and okay, that's, his that's puns the other were thing great, with dialogue. the dialogue was terrible. That's the other thing with dialogue. Um, yeah, a lot of the dialogue was bad. A lot of, you couldn't hear it. And he even said he's he kept calling the director and calling people. It's like, hey, when can I come in and do ADR? When can I come in and fix the sound because it doesn't sound right? Like, 
being muffled like this, you can't really hear what I'm saying, but you can, but you can't. So he's like, when, when can I come in and fix it? You only adopted. Oh. <laughs> um, and he never got a chance. They never, they never let him come back to do it. Um, Sorry, kid, it's not in the budget. <laughs> basically, yeah. Speaking of, the scene with the thing running around um, New York, that wasn't the actors. That actually was one of... They need the film was done wrapped, like wrapped, everything was done, but they're like, Hey, we need another scene with like it would be cool if we had the scene with, with Doom sitting on his throne. So they were able to squeak out like they how they how did he say it? They were able to get a camera and like two rolls of film to to do this. Uh to do that and then do the scene with the thing. And it wasn't um the actor because the, the actor who was played Ben was not in the costume. Yeah. It correct. was somebody else. But they were able to get him back. Everybody else had already moved on to other projects. So they had, uh, who was it? One of the guys, like one of the guys from uh, behind the camera put on the suit and was running around in in New York to get these scenes. Um, so, yeah, like they had to do some guerrilla camera work is what they said. <laughs> but ultimately what, what it was is that this movie was not, like I said, was not meant to be shown, was not meant to be made to the extent that they made it. Um, it was just a, uh, it was a deal that Marvel had with Const New Constantine so that New Constantine could keep the rights to Fantastic Four. Ah, gotcha. So they, they started production. They had That's why they had, it was such a quick production. They had to start by the end of the year. Otherwise, they would have lost the rights. So filming started December 28th. They make it. All the actors, they're, they're going to try to promote it. They actually go to Comic-Con in, uh, in uh, 1993. There was a trailer that was in... Uh, in movie theaters, like actually made and, and put out there, um, and then they were gonna, there was going to be a screening for people uh, at the Mall of America. I think a day before the screening was to happen, um, they all got called and was told screening's not happening, to and to stop all promotion for this movie. From this point on. Turns out there was a deal being made with Marvel for this for another Fantastic Four movie, for the rights for this move for Fantastic Four. And um Avi Arad's name got thrown around. Um and he we're gonna see him uh in the future. You know, he did Hulk. I think he had a hand in the 2005 Fantastic Four, which is what the that deal was. Whatever deal they had panned out in in 1993 became the 2005 Fantastic Four movie from Fox. Ah. So there was a lot of like everybody on the crew. They got fucked. They got fucked over royally because I mean, you had mentioned the costumes. Um. Well, you mentioned the wedding dress. The wedding dress, the actual Fantastic Four costumes, those were the only props 
costume props and maybe the thing obviously and yeah, victors and doom. and doom those are the only costume props on set everything else was the actor and actress's wardrobe like legit wardrobe damn there was no money they had a million dollar budget like they got fucked over royally and had i watched that before i watched the movie you might have been nicer i would have given this some sympathy points <laughs> like it may the movie's still bad. Yeah, plain and simple. But that's only because there's a lot of wrong with Lizzo. It was practically unfinished, you know. So well, I don't know. All I'm I, saying is, for a million dollars, I could make a better movie than this. Probably, but they were working with like equipment that was just bad. Like they they were trying to work with the least expensive stuff they could to make this film out there and to make it in as quick as time as they have. I would have done more um, uh, um, actual props instead of CGI. Well, yeah, but you can't really... uh, A man on fire is hard to... Oh, no, it's not. (laughs) That's Dude, I have seen so many stuntmen that are lit on fire. To fly and they get hit by a laser? All right, so look. All you have to do... Is you light them on fire, you put them in a catapult, you throw them from the catapult. <laughs> Hear me out. You throw them with the catapult into a, a pool or a lake or something, and you okay. videotape the flying across there on fire, right? And then all you have to do is uh, add in the laser point later on. So, yeah, you have to have a little bit of CGI. But Okay. Um, so, uh, there was a couple things I had told you that I had found out were real that I didn't think were real. Uh, apparently, Mark Ruffalo auditioned to be Doctor Doom. In this? Yeah. Oh my god, that would have been fucking wild. Yep. Then they would have uh, had like a good actor in there somewhere. Uh, Patrick Warburton auditioned to be Ben Grimm. Who's that? Patrick Warburton. Um, the Tick. Oh. Oh. You know Kronk. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then Renee O'Connor auditioned to be Sue Storm. Renee O'Connor is from Xena. She is Gabrielle from Xena. Yep, I knew who that was. Okay. I had a crush on her when I was little. Who didn't? Um, let's see. Where was the other thing? Oh, so apparently, and I don't 100% know how true this is, and only because I question one thing. Um, the original script included a post credit scene where Nick Fury, David Hasselhoff, <laughs> arrived at the Baxter building with Captain America, Matt Salinger. Oh, gross. David Banner, Bill Bixby. Oh, that would have been kind of cool. The Punisher, Dolph Lundgren, and Howard the Duck. <laughs> to recruit the Fantastic Four into some kind of superhero team-up. Oh, the idea man. was scrapped when they realized this single scene would double the budget of the movie. <laughs> I question it. Because I'm pretty certain Bill Bixby's health was like done completely by that on the decline. He died, I'm pretty sure, in '94. I think so, yeah. But like, because when the last, um, the last Incredible Hulk movie was '92. I think so, or something like that. So, I mean, I guess I could look look it up. But like, he his health was definitely like failing him. He uh, passed away in 1993. Okay, so. So there's no chance. Yeah, because the death... Of, yeah, Death of Incredible Hulk was 90. Yeah. So... I mean... Yeah, because they didn't do the fourth movie 
in 92 like they wanted because his health was declining. Exactly. So that's why I don't I don't believe this. I think somebody wrote this up after Maybe. seeing the Avengers and what they were now. Um, but, I mean, it's not going to be, you know, who knows? It could have been yeah. true. Um, let's see here. What was... Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah, I think that's really it. Um, yeah, because I don't think the next, like, ex or the next Marvel thing, Marvel project we see uh, isn't until... Blade, technically, in 97. Hell yeah. So there's a, there's a good chunk where we have nothing... And that, oh yeah, I also guarantee that this was that part was written up after the fact because uh, Hasselhoff wasn't Fury until '98, so. Oh, I didn't realize it was that late. Holy shit! Yeah, so yeah, I think that that was somebody having some fun. Yeah. Um, which don't get me wrong, if that was true and that actually happened, that would been awesome. But um, no, these this is the first. Act live action Fantastic Four, you know that we we could have had. Yeah. So, um, that'd be like, and I I said earlier that I really wish that they could like do something with this. Uh, it was allegedly said that Avi Arad bought up all of the prints and all of the film of this movie and burnt it, like destroyed it all, which I don't believe. That sounds um, kind of. It's very dickish, which Avi is almost single-handedly ruined the uh, Marvel franchise for a hot minute. So maybe <laughs> it's a good um, possibility. But I don't know. I I think they even mentioned it in the uh, in the documentary that it's probably in a vault somewhere, and that it's it'll probably never see the light of day again. But they even they even brought up it's like, and this is before the. Um, Fan four stick came out, so like, well, they could easily make like a double feature and put like the original, the, the this one, like with the uh, with the two thousand five one, or even do this one with an updated version, like special effects and and better ADR and all that stuff. Yeah, you know, try and and people will buy it. Like honestly, if they were to do that, I would buy it. If yeah. they if if they <laughs> were to fix it and put it out there on Blu ray. I'd probably buy that add to my collection, but as it stands right now, really the only way you can watch this is bootleg at a con and on YouTube. Yep. So, yeah. Well, uh, that was interesting. Now, like I said, watch the documentary. Uh, it's on. It's currently free on Amazon Prime uh, with ads, which sucks because the ads pop up in like the worst spots. Well. What like the guy who's about ads for going, any Ooh. of that shit is, I pay for Amazon Prime. Yes. So I shouldn't be getting ads. But these are contracts contracts with like other distributors. Just like you pay for Hulu, so you shouldn't get ads. Now you have to pay extra for not having ads, which is also bullshit. Yeah. Well, I and paid third, the extra. I, I heard ads. that uh, uh, um, Netflix is uh, planning on doing something similar. Uh, so is HBO Max. So we should just uh, boycott them all? And... No, nah, that's not <laughs> happening. Look. Oh, one last thing I will say. Uh, Emily brought this up. 
because she I was tell, talking to her about all this, and um, she looked up a picture, basically the picture, well, it's sort of the picture we have in the background, um, and she's like, this is probably the most comic accurate costume we could get, because these costumes look darn near comic accurate. Yeah, that's true, with the white neck and the, mm-hmm. yeah. And she's like, fanboys are bitching about comic accuracy left and right with these comic book movies but then would bitch about this being crap like no this is comic accurate for the late 80s early 90s well even like uh ben's head right there looks like it's straight out of a fucking jack kirby fantastic four which they they purposely made it that way they actually when they were creating that model they went back to kirby's art from the 60s, when that's, it was created. That, that, was, that was like my main thing for it. I was like, this looks like Jack Kirby yeah. 3D-arted this thing. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, and I probably should have just given this one a two from the get-go. But, I mean, I guess I could, still could. Nope, that's can't do it. Already, it's already too late. No, yeah, like, I already wrote it in the book. So did I. It's already on the document. Um, <laughs> like, there was a lot of good, like, the thing's costume, the thing's design was amazing. But... And and watching it on YouTube did not help at all. Watching no. the the bad, uh, uh, the bad version of it was did the, not there's, help. There's you couldn't moment, hear the dialogue. Yeah. Well, not only that, but there was a moment where I I had taken off my glasses and I was like rubbing my eyes, and I looked at the screen and the picture quality did not change without my glasses on. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah, you're bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's. That's Fantastic Four from 1994. Um, go out and watch it. I go, mean, it'll go it's watch disappointing, it. but... Watch watch the movie on YouTube, and then go watch the documentary on Amazon Prime. Because the documentary was really good. Um, it really had a lot of insight into what went on behind the scenes. So, um, thank you guys for listening. You find the show on Twitter, at Comic Rundown, on Instagram, at Comic Book Rundown. Uh, you can... Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or your podcasting app of choice. Uh, if you do, let us know. DM us, email us, let us know. Somehow we'll read it on a our, episode. Uh, our email is uh, comicbookrundown at gmail.com. Did I not say that? You didn't. No. Yeah. That's good. That's what I'm here for. Thank you. Uh, we also have uh, merchandise on uh, what Redbubble and Public. Yep. Uh, and then our song was done by Cam from our podcast. Um, one half our, sex turtles. And one half sex turtles. Our next movie, we should have at least one more person. Second one, sadly, is unavailable. Um, we are covering Batman Returns. Aw, who's not available? We'll see. I'll, I'll tell you off, Mike. All right. Um, well, I uh, guess that's it. Yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Have a good one. Five more. I'm down with you.